from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report? Hope this finds you well. Hope it finds you better than that Monday night football game did last night. Wow. Um, Friends, those of you who actually watched the entire Vikings-Giants game last night, I apologize, but that's three hours of your life that you'll never get back and have nothing to show for it. That was a really rotten way to uh, end the NFL weekend. Nonetheless, congratulations to the Giants, who are winners for the first time this year. And, uh, boy, Minnesota's got some issues, don't they? Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. Welcome in. Uh, We've got a great show for you today. Producer Dan is alongside. And uh, we're going to mix it up. We're going to talk both Saints and uh, Pelicans today, as we should, here on the podcast for both teams. Um, certainly on the Saints side, we're going to start to zero in on the Buffalo Bills. We need to learn more about this 3-4 and four football team. And Chris Brown will join us today. Chris uh, is a lead writer for BuffaloBills.com, Bills Digest. He also works for the NFL Network, and he also works in the broadcast booth for the Buffalo Bills. He'll start to enlighten us a little bit about that team in upstate New York, and he's got some very kind things to say about our friend Doug Marone. So that's a very good piece today of the show. Also, we'll turn our attention to the Pelicans and talk about two things. Uh, one, Ryan Anderson joins us today and talks about NBA Cares Week, which is this week, and it kicked off in earnest yesterday at Christian Brothers School over there in City Park as Ryan and Anthony Davis, Andrew Holiday, and Greg Steemsma and others participated in a Pelicans junior training camp. So we'll talk to Ryan Anderson about uh, the impact that he hopes that he and his teammates have upon our community and especially the youth of our community. And then tomorrow night, as we know, as we talked about yesterday a little bit, uh, is the big preseason matchup with the Miami Heat. Uh, Yes, the defending champs are coming to town. Yes, we're hearing that some of those principals on that team are going to play tomorrow night. But uh, more importantly, it's your first chance to see uh, the Pelicans in the flesh and see the new New Orleans arena. Eric Reed from the Miami Heat uh, television broadcast will be our guest today on the Black and Blue Report as well. Also on the Pelicans front, uh, news this morning that the Philadelphia 76ers are now expecting to hold Nerlens Noel out the entire upcoming season. Remember, he had knee surgery, uh, and they thought that maybe he would just miss perhaps the first two months. Now there are, is talk in Philly that Noel will be out for the entire season. Remember, Pelicans fans, this is who uh, the Pelicans drafted back in the summer and then traded to Philadelphia to acquire Drew Holiday. So... Wow, what a connection there. Um, we wish him the best, and certainly the Sixers plan to be very patient uh, with their future and with the uh, number six overall pick from this past summer's draft. Interesting stuff there. Also worth noting today, Jim Leland steps down as manager of the Detroit Tigers yesterday. Um, he's another guy here that we're going to, I think, dearly miss, not only in the baseball world but the sports world too. Uh, Leland has been there for decades in the game of baseball, not necessarily in Detroit, eight seasons in Detroit. But, you know, Joe Torre, Tony La Russa, Jim Leland, there are others uh, who are no longer a part of the game. And I'm not just talking about being fired. I'm talking about retiring and done for good. So 
the game changes a little bit more uh, here today with Jim Leland out of there. And, of course, this all comes right in front of the start of the World Series tomorrow night in Boston. What a scene that'll be as the Red Sox are back and will host the Cardinals in game one. Just some of the things on my mind on this Tuesday. Uh, don't forget, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Sean Kelly Live or at D. Salerson. And also the show's, uh, in general, I guess, Twitter account is at Black Blue Report. And if you are inclined to email us, you may do so, radio at pelicans.com. Chris Brown to talk about the Bills. Eric Reed to talk about the Heat. Ryan Anderson here from the New Orleans Pelicans. Good show for you on this Tuesday. We'll get it all started with Producer Dan, who's up first? What do you think? Let's go. Let's go. Chris Brown. Good choice. Chris Brown. We'll talk Saints Bills and get our week started football-wise in one minute. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans. Show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning black and gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Are you ready for health care reform? At Blue Cross, we're ready to help. Learn all you can about health care reform at bcbsla.com reform. Here you'll find information on tax credits health insurance options, answers to frequently asked questions, and a handy checklist to help you prepare. Visit us today at bcbsla.com reform and get ready. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association and is incorporated as Louisiana Health Service and Indemnity Company. Well, we're back into football mode for sure as the Saints host the Buffalo Bills on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We've got to get to know more about this 3-4 and four Buffalo Bills team, a scrappy one, as I'm told. And uh, Chris Brown has been gracious enough to join us here today on the Black and Blue Report. Chris is the uh, – well, first of all, he's he's got about six different hats he wears. He's he's the lead journalist for the BuffaloBills.com website. He also works on the Bills radio network. He also kicks in a little coverage for the NFL network and a whole lot more. Chris, what else, what else, what else am I forgetting here? My goodness. Uh, I help out with Bill's Digest, the team's official paper, too. So I think you got most of it covered, though. You got a lot of free time, is what you're telling me, is right? Oh, yeah. My <laughs> wife's a full blown football widow. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Chris, start to help us understand what's going on with the Buffalo Bills. Nice win this past weekend. And as I'm told by others that cover the league on a daily basis, this is a very scrappy and dangerous football team. Are you in agreement with that? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I think this is a team that has improved if there's one category where they've improved more than any other it's probably mental toughness um this is a team that in years past under previous coaches when the going got tough they kind of folded and games that were still within reach would quickly uh, go the wrong way and this team would fall victim to the snowball effect and get blown out in a lot of cases uh that's not the case anymore they've been right in every football game there's only one game that they've played out of their first seven that was decided by more than a touchdown, and that came on a late interception return for a TD by Cleveland in the Thursday night game a few weeks back. Uh, but, you know, this is a team that I think has kind of fixed their mental psyche under Doug Marone, and they have a never-say-die attitude, and I think that's borne out in the fact 
that they've been in every game right to the very end, despite the fact that they've been terribly shorthanded in certain positions in the early goings this season. Doug Marone is well-liked around here, obviously, because of his wonderful time with the New Orleans Saints. So we know a lot about Doug, but can you put a finger on what he's done to, I guess, exude this mental toughness or at least translate it from him to his roster? I think the best thing he's done is simplify it for them. Uh, I think he's picked his spots to take a look at the big picture, but more often than not, what he's done is had his players just focus on the next play. I think uh, he discovered just in his time around these players that there was far too much thinking about the consequences of a negative play. Like when a negative play happened, uh, a lot of these guys, just because they've been conditioned this way, you know, operating in the losing culture that has been this team for the better part of the last 12 or 13 years, it's the, oh boy, here we go again kind of thing. And he's worked very hard to eradicate that from the minds of his players. So he says, we don't think about consequences here. We just think about the next play. And I think that the, co- that the locker room, it was filled with a lot of good players that wanted to change the fortunes of this team, but uh, really didn't know how to do it. And I think Marone's been very effective in providing a roadmap for these guys, and we're starting to see this thing turn. Chris Brown, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Chris, it seems that the Bills have done a fairly decent job here of running the football. I think it's fifth overall in rushing yards in the NFL, but I'm still trying to figure out who the featured back is. Is it Fred Jackson? Is it C.J. Spiller? Is there a lead back for the Bills? Well, it's probably uh, Jackson right now just going off of snaps and workload, and that's mainly due to the fact that neither of them are 100% healthy. Um you know, Fred Jackson's had a sprained MCL that he's been playing on since week four, and he's just taping it up and gutting it out. And if anybody watched the tape of last week's game against Miami, uh, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about because he re-injured it again. They rolled a cart out to take him off the field. He says, take that cart back in the locker room. I'm not going anywhere. Two minutes later, he's jogging up and down the sideline. I mean, the guy is an absolute physical freak. Um and he gets the tough yards. C.J. Spiller's been dealing with an ankle sprain for the last month as well. He's not right. Um, cutting and driving off of that foot is difficult for him with the ankle problem. But you know these two guys are just kind of gutting out games. But what it's done is it's kind of sapped them uh, in performing and delivering big plays, which is what C.J. Spiller is known for. And it's taken a big play element out of their offense. So they're just grinding out yards on the ground. I think their ranking might be appreciably better than it is right now if both of those guys were healthy. Thad Lewis, forgive me. I know this is probably going to sound rude. I just don't really know a whole lot about this guy. He what? He went, He played at Duke. He's uh, 25 years old, and he's been thrust into this situation because of an injury. Uh, what else should I know about Thad Lewis? Smart player. Uh, a guy that kind of fits the rest of the guys on this roster. Uh, he's also a guy that has effectively built some faith with his teammates. They believe in this guy that he can make enough plays to help them win football games. You know, this past week against Miami, he was instrumental in converting five, uh, three third and longs. Uh, the most impressive was which of which was a third and eleven in the third quarter. He's got a blitzing linebacker coming right in his face. 
uh, Jelani Jenkins knocks his helmet clean off, uh, but he stepped into his throw, completed it to Stevie Johnson for a 17-yard gain to convert on a third and 11. He pops up after his helmet 10 yards in the backfield and starts yelling at the Bills bench, come on, let's go. Uh, I think that's just a small glimpse at to the type, as to the type of quarterback that Thad Lewis is for this team. Who would have thunk that Duke could have produced a young man like that? How about that? That's good stuff. Uh, Chris, wrap this up nice and neat for me. What's the number one storyline for the Bills this game week? Well, I think it's uh, it's just matching the efficiency and consistency uh, that the Saints are showing right now. I mean, they're, they're not a 5-1 and one team by mistake. I think we all know that you know, their high-powered offense has been that way for quite some time. Uh, I think the defense is what impresses this Bills team the most, with the Saints really making a nice turnaround on that side of the ball. And I think they know that if they don't come and play their best game in all three phases, that they don't have a prayer of win in this one. I'll be anxious to see how this plays out on Sunday. I, I, I like the uh, the tone that the Bills have set under their new head coach and with the, that quarterback that you're talking about. Chris Brown, I hope that you find a few minutes to uh, perhaps enjoy our fair city this weekend whilst you're uh, writing for BuffaloBills.com, Bills Digest, and getting ready for a radio broadcast on Sunday too. Yeah, thanks. Look forward to it. Absolutely. Chris Brown, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. And again, we've ramped up our coverage. We're going full in on uh, Saints and Bills now for the weekend. Back in a minute. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Sure, other fans are hungry for a win. But here in New Orleans, we make sure that you're well-fed, too. With tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. Loving the Saints is like the freshness of Cane's. All day, no quit. Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days. Ryan, let's admit, there's a lot of cool things about being an NBA basketball player, but I kind of think that on the top of the list, or at least near the top of the list, is is doing events with kids in the community. It is. It is. Um, uh, being around kids, especially like today, just uh, the excitement, um, you know, they're eager to learn, they'll listen, and uh, it's a cool age because they're moldable, and you can uh, come in here and... and um, just because we have the Pelican name on our chest, you know, with the, you know the, they'll listen. And today it's a really important message of just um, living a healthy lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I know that I speak for everyone on the team in saying how important that is to, to live a healthy lifestyle and to do the right things. Our, we've been preaching that all, all preseason and all summer long, um, how important it is to to do the best for yourself, eat the best, and, and it's, it's nice to be able to share that with the kids. I think back to when I was a youngster, and, and I think they did less of it then, but uh, I do remember one time uh, pro athletes coming to school and, and talking about that, and 
And even to this day, in my 40s, I still distinctly remember that day. For you, you know, growing up in, in California, were, did those things happen? Did you, did you, were you delivered a message like that? Oh, yeah. Um, same experience for me. I'll never forget it. Because um, the Sacramento Kings were so big then, you know. And, and so I remember uh, Vladi Divac, you know, he'd have a really awesome camp uh, that a ton of kids, it was just the coolest experience if you could get into that camp and I never got a chance to uh never I never got on the list it was expensive or something but uh, I remember hearing him speak um and uh it, it was it was just some message like this but I it's something that you never forget you know I remember I it was something along the lines of living a healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. and um it's just you know it registers it stays in your mind but also it's a cool experience because you, you kind of forget um, the impact that it has on kids. You know, we, we just practiced today. You know, we got extra work in after. We lifted before practice. You know, we ate lunch out there. And then this could just be another thing for us. But I look at it as a way like, wow, these, you know, I remember that experience I had. And to be able to have those the, that same impact possibly on these kids is a pretty cool experience. It's, it's actually something that's, really important and it's something that's um I, I you know i want to be really focused and ready to say the right things to these kids coming in here because they do listen they really do soak it in and it is it is it's nba cares week um which there's nba care stuff that goes all season as you know but for this week it's a lot of activity all around the league i think for you all in the players association the willingness that we've found over the years of of you and your fellow nba players around the league the, the impact is I don't know. I sometimes I watch the the shows, or they show it on the jumbotrons in the arena. The the impact's a little staggering when you really step back and look at it. Yeah, it's it's just really cool uh, to be able to have that platform um, and be able to use it in a positive way. Uh, and I know the NBA's done a really good job of that. Um, and but the thing is, we do have good guys. There are a lot of great guys in, around the NBA that do want to make a change and want to want to make a difference in the community and around the world. And it's really cool to be able to broadcast that and show that. And um, you know, I I've definitely realized the importance of that. And and um, I think that just it's so cool not not only just to do something so big where the whole world sees it, but it's so cool to just step in your backyard and uh, talk to kids. You know. Um, be a good example. Even just that, you know, that alone. You know, you go out to eat, people are watching you. You go off the court, people are watching you. And uh, so it's not just the things that are the NBA cares events or these events where, where it's really important. Um, it's off the court all the time. You know, people are watching, like I said. And I, I just think that that's such a cool platform to have. And, uh, you know, I want to do the best I can to be a good example. Um, and, yeah. You're also a member of the uh, the NBA Fit team. I think I know what this is, but maybe you can clear it up for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it's essentially what we did today. You know, just talking to talking to the youth, talking to uh, the community, really, um, about uh, living a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, we stress the importance of a few different things like eating and getting enough sleep and exercise. But you know, we we do live in a, a society that. Uh, you know, an obese society, you know, we, we live in an environment that not, doesn't necessarily preach healthy living. Um, it, you know, it, it preaches much more. You know, there's a lifestyle that, that with of alcohol or drug abuse or all these things that are surrounded 
surrounding us. And I think the MBA Fit program is not only helping the people just live a healthier lifestyle, but, but to be able to go out in the community and, and be an example to other people. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's really the MBA using its platform to reach out to that community and, and be able to just make a huge difference. All right, one more thing before uh, I let you go here. A little bit off topic, but I can't help but ask you. Wednesday, mm -hmm. after six games away from New Orleans, mm -hmm. finally, I know it's a preseason game, but finally a game uh, at New Orleans Arena in front of the home crowd and your new locker room, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you all, but I'm kind of pumped yeah. up about it. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I was just talking about it the other day, how exciting it's going to be to get into that arena and see the changes. But, I mean, it's... It, it's crazy how we were just talking about it today also actually I was talking about it with Austin how insane it is that we're already six game we've already played six games you know we've already um, you know we're the season hasn't even started yet we've had we put in so much work and we've been working so hard as a group it seems like this group has been together for years which is awesome before the season starts you know I, I played on it on teams where you just get together and you're finally gelling 10 games into the season. You know, I feel like we're really gelling now and uh, we have a lot to build on and a lot to improve on. But um, it's going to be really exciting on Wednesday to get in there and not only, I mean, we have a great team we're playing, but just to see what that crowd's going to be like, to see what our support's going to be like and, and to see all those changes. It, it is an exciting day. It's kind of like, I look at this kind of like the season opener almost, you know, um, this is kind of like the, the, the game that is really going to, you know, pump us up for the year. I hear you loud and clear. Nice job today, by the way. Hey, thanks a lot. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an Auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Well, tomorrow night, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans are finally at home. And I know it's a preseason game, but finally at home, and that feels good. And I know uh, folks around here are excited about tomorrow night's opponent, and that's the defending world champion Miami Heat. And uh, with us here today on the Black and Blue Report, one of the top-flight television play-by-play -play men in the NBA, that's Eric Reed, calls the action for the Heat. Eric, are you ready to come enjoy some beautiful New Orleans weather this week? Why not? we got beautiful weather of our own down here in South Florida, but, uh, you know, New Orleans is always a fun place to, to, you know, pass through. And I'm intrigued to look at your ball club because uh, obviously a, a, an off season with a return to health of some of your key guys and, and some nice additions. So we're looking forward to seeing your team. And uh, it's always interesting to watch the Heat, you know, perform, whether it's preseason, midseason, or postseason. And, you know, we're on the road to the regular season. It opens a week from tonight for Miami against Derrick Rose and the Bulls. The night the banner will go up and the rings will get handed out. But, 
for us, the preseason's been really about putting away last year and, and getting ready for for another run at it. You, you great lead into my next question. I'm, I'm curious, Eric, as to how the Miami Heat have gone about this preseason. Obviously, you're saying kind of starting fresh or at least turning the page on what was a spectacular finish back in the summer. Are, are, are Miami Heat preseason games kind of ho-hum to watch, or are they as dynamic as perhaps uh, for as they are for teams like the Pelicans who are trying to put something together? Well, they, have, they certainly have their moments. But, uh, yeah, listen, I always find preseason interesting, Sean, whether you're getting a glimpse at, at the stars or, you know, a peek at, you know, NBA players of the future. And we've had a couple of those guys in, in our camp this year that won't make this team. But I bet you in a, in a year or two, you know, you're going to see a Justin Hamilton uh, out of LSU, the seven-footer, and then Eric Griffin, this high-flying athlete out of Campbell University that, that's, it, uh, that's been wowing people athletically right from, the, from practice one in the Bahamas. But as a whole, this Heat team came back in incredible shape for any team, let alone a two-time defending championship team. And it's funny, Roger Mason said it the other day, you know, he, he's, he's going to make this team as, a, as an under-the-radar sort of free agent pickup. And he said, I'm real hungry. I've never won a ring. And, and what's really pleasing to me is the fact that, you know, these guys that have won two in a row are just as hungry, if not more, than I am. So it's been very competitive, very focused, and that's what you'd expect out of a team that's led by LeBron and that's playing for what this team is playing for. What about Greg Oden, Eric? What, what was his October like? You know, I think, I think, you know, with Greg, they're taking the long view of this and, and seeing the big picture. I, I think, you know, he's doing a lot of strengthening of his base, of his lower body, you know, his legs, and, and getting himself ready to play. It's, it's been, you know, three years, basically, since December of 2009 that he's played. Now, he has had some five-on-five contact drills. Uh, he has had some time on the floor, but most of it is spent, you know, getting his body ready for what's ahead. Uh, I don't imagine he's going to play in the preseason, and nobody's really saying when they do expect him to play. And I, I think right now you're just hoping for the best for that young man who's really worked hard. He's he's in great shape. He's uh, at a great weight to play, and he's ready. To, he's ready and eager to play. And I, I think the Heat and Odin are being cautious and prudent, you know, every step of the way. Eric Reed, television play-by-play man for the Miami Heat, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Eric, with such sustained championship excellence by the Miami Heat, it's easy to categorize them as what we've seen from them over the last couple of years. But is there a, is there a new wrinkle to this Miami team, something that we'll see, or is it, is it too soon to tell? It's a little too soon to tell, Sean, but it's a great question and, and, and something that Coach Spolster addressed right from the start from the start of camp, he, his message, I think, you know, and this was probably leaving after last season, is, is, you know, if we stay the same, that's not good enough. I think the top part of the East got, certainly got better. So I think the Heat look at it as being the same is not good enough. So what will they do differently? I'm not sure. I think Bosch is going to be more aggressive this year. I think he's going to have his best season in a Heat uniform. And, and if the preseason's an indicator, right now he leads the team in scoring and field goal percentage, and he's been terrific. I, I think LeBron will probably shoot his free throws better. I think you'll see more mid-range and post-ups from both LeBron and Dwayne Wade. And you know, He played hurt in the playoffs last year. He had a very good regular season last year, but he played hurt in the playoffs and his numbers were down. But if you look at what he did in the finals, you know, he was huge in, 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 game, uh, you know, in game four. 
Uh, he looked terrific, and in Game 70 at a 23-point, I believe, 10-assist double-double. So I think Wade's ready for a great year, too. And, you know, we're ready to launch this thing off, but, uh, you know, one, one day and one step at a time. All right, one step at a time. Tomorrow night, Eric, uh, this is the question I know our fans want to me to ask you today. Um, how much will the front-line guys for the Miami Heat play in tomorrow night's preseason game? That's hard to say. I, I mean, you know, I would guess 20, 25 minutes. I, I, you know, LeBron sat out the last game. That's his first miss of the preseason. Wade has been going every other game. So, uh, you know, I, I could say with certainty that LeBron and Ray Allen, two guys that didn't play in the last game against the Spurs, which was the Heat's most impressive performance of the preseason, by the way, uh, with 120-plus points without LeBron, shooting 58%. But uh, Dwayne Wade, I'm not sure. If, if, if it follows the pattern, this would be a game off. But maybe they'll take the last game off, uh, which is against Brooklyn in Miami on Friday. But you'll, you'll get a look. You'll get a look at the two-time world champs, uh, and uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thanks, Eric. A safe travel to you. I know that you're in a hurry today, so I really, really appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night. Looking forward to it, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Eric Reed, with the Miami Heat television broadcast. Be here in town tomorrow night, as will the Heat for a seven o'clock tip-off. More on the Black and Blue Report right after these messages. At Beau Rivage, our team members love to watch you win. Play the Great Outdoors giveaway. Win your share of $150,000 in free play and prizes. Everyone loves free play. You could win a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Yamaha boat, and more. So much to win. Prize drawing Saturday, October 26th. Don't forget your M-Life card. Beau Rivage, you belong at the Beau. See M-Life desk for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans when they're back in action on Wednesday, October 23rd at 7 p.m. at the New Orleans Arena. The defending world champion Miami Heat come to town for Breast Cancer Awareness Night presented by Oshner. Get there early for our Pelicans' best pregame block party starting at 5.30. Plus, the first 8,000 fans through the door receive a Pelicans pink wristband courtesy of Oshner. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I enjoyed interviewing our guests today on the Black and Blue Report. And, uh, and again, I thank you very, very much for uh, taking us in and making us a part of your day. Uh, at whatever juncture of the day you get us, remember, it's no appointment radio. That's one of my favorite things about the Black and Blue Report. Help us spread the word, won't you? You can get this program on your desktop, of course, pelicans.com, neworleansaints.com, or on your mobile device, either through the New Orleans Saints app or free via iTunes which you can subscribe to, and it will download daily into your iPhone, uh, your Android, your iPad, all that good stuff. There's probably more that I just don't even know about. Tomorrow's program uh, will continue our preview of Saints and Bills, and we'll also zero in on the matchup tomorrow night for the New Orleans Pelicans and the Miami Heat. Tomorrow is Wednesday, which means it's a Wesley day. And David Wesley will be here, among others, tomorrow. Don't forget, noon central each and every weekday. And we'll also uh, give you a heads up about the Monty Williams show this week on tomorrow's program as well. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, my friends, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source.
The Black and Blue Report.